Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Um, week, was it six now? Oh, I've lost track of lockdown in, here in the United Kingdom. I know that we have friends um, all around the world in the United States and around Europe as well. Uh, some of which are coming out of lockdown now, I believe. Um, and some of which who are very close to. So obviously different situations, different scenarios going all around the world. But wherever you are, it's crap, isn't it, basically? Um, and we're all looking forward to uh, to getting out of this situation. Um, today, I'm going to be chatting with Matt Chapman, as always. Um, a longer uh, Matt Chat with Matt Chapman this week, um, discussing this very situation and how different people are coping with the different scenarios and, and, and different possibilities coming out of it. But before we do that, I just wanted to go through a couple of things that I've had uh, discussions on my own social media and just with instructors in person as well. And then just a couple of thoughts on other things connected and thereabouts. Now, uh, one thing that has actually um, just popped up on uh, on my Facebook, uh, actually not just, I'd, I'd noticed this a little bit over the uh, uh, previous weeks. Um, if you think back, way back to the beginning, of I say way back, it's only four or five weeks, but back to the beginning of all this lockdown and the quite mixed extremes that we had uh, response-wise from different people with regards to um, whether or not we should be coming into our martial arts facilities during this lockdown. And, you know, I got involved, as I do, (laughs) stupidly, um, in some discussions, some rather heated, about whether we should or shouldn't be um, coming into our martial arts schools. Now, right from the get-go, Mr Johnson stood on his little box outside 10 Downing Street and he said to us in fact no it wasn't outside 10 Downing Street at all was it? Um, Anyway he said to us um, that we were able to uh, travel to work when necessary for our work. There was never ever ever a question of whether our work was necessary, it was whether it was necessary for our work and the way that I read that, the way that I took that was that hey, you know, if you can do your job from home, please do it from home, but if you can't then please do go to work so, like many, um, I got myself set up at home to to do the classes. I did actually try one um, one set of lives inside in my house, and it was disastrous. It was actually awful. Um, I had one consultant jumping on me on Facebook saying, "Oh well, if somebody held a gun to your head and said you had to do lives from your house, would you be able to find a way?" Well, yeah, but it was still crap. And it was awful. It was actually dangerous. And I was having to shove my entire family upstairs, which, you know, for the first couple of weeks when everybody was in the sort of, hey, this lockdown thing, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guarantee you that most of those people that were banging on about how it's we need to be responsible and teach from my house, I bet most of them aren't teaching from in their house anymore. That's just my opinion. Um, But um, anyway, I'm going off the topic a little bit. But... um, you know, I started teaching from my back garden wherever I could. And then on the days where it was blowing a gale force wind and raining sideways, that just wasn't feasible. The very expensive gazebo that I bought was just getting smashed to bits. So uh, on those days, I come into the gym because I feel that I've done everything I can to teach from home. Oh, these same people on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. If your car breaks down or this, it's like, look, if my car breaks down, I'll walk home easy peasy you know um as for the whole thing of um you know social distancing and blah, look i get in my car i'm driving a mile i'm getting in my car i'm going into my gym there's nobody else in the building it's just me how is that dangerous yeah no 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 they still weren't happy still having a rant on facebook about it here's some level 1000 irony for you i've just seen today three of those people three of them in their gyms posting photos and videos from inside their own martial arts studios. You see that it it says it all, doesn't it? it? Absolutely says it all. So to those people out there, if you were one of those people that was slamming on people for deciding to use their schools because they had to, in the future, please kindly 
don't open your mouths, okay? Because you're a big part of there's some of the ongoing problems with the martial arts industry. This level of judgment that people place, you know, they they get a they get a few hundred students, they become an expert, and then the next thing you know, they're telling people what to do, and then they don't even follow their own so-called advice, you know. But I just wanted to share that because that's something I'd spotted. So if you know, if you've been out there and you've been feeling guilty because you felt you needed to go into your school to teach and keep your business running, don't feel bad because the utter morons that were out there banging on about how we were socially irresponsible and we were part of the cause, blah, blah, blah. That Those people are now going into their schools too. They've, they've just not mentioned it. You know, they've kind of forgotten what they were saying to people because it, it, it suits their it suits their needs at the minute. Yeah. Oh, love and hugs to you guys. Love and hugs to you. So um, some of you yesterday will probably have seen, um, I put a post on my own Facebook um, asking for, um, well, not asking, offering. If anybody out there was struggling uh, with their lives, um, if you wanted, wanted me to help, I would be happy to help. Now, I'm not going to... Um, use the people's names because that's not fair to do that but some of the comments that came up and some of the um questions that people asked i thought it would be good to share um on the podcast because it might be relevant to other people out there i'm going to change up the question in a little bit obviously just to keep it fair for the people who are asking them um and my replies might be a little bit brief compared to the ones that i gave on my facebook um Somebody, I'm just going to go through a couple there. Now, there was a couple of people actually mentioned about engagement, um, which it can be on different levels and it could actually mean different things with regards to engagement. So I'll, I'll, I'll come at this from two different angles. But basically, what they were saying was they were struggling for engagement on their uh, lives and their pre-records for their classes. Now, for some people, it was engagement in the sense of when they're doing lives, students weren't interacting. Um and what I said to them, or what I'll say to you guys now, if you're out there with the same problem, pre-frame your students either before the live. So if you've got a Facebook group, say, hey, uh, parents, because it's them that are going to, you know, unless it's an adults class, but if, if, if it's a kid's class, it's going to be the parents that are going to be needing to do the interacting because you don't want the kids having to stop to type. Say, so, hey, parents, you know, today we're going to be doing some interaction drills. I need you guys to be ready just to type some questions in, just to help your kids out. Um, so just be ready for that. So you've told them so they're ready. They know it's coming. And then remind them again at the start of the live. Now, keep in mind, there's always a delay between you asking the question and the replies coming back in. And it's between 15 to 30 seconds, roughly, depending on the lag on your live when you when you set it off. So a way I like to, to, to overcome that is I'll say, okay, guys, let's say, for example, we're doing a combination drill. I'll say, okay, so the opening of the combination, we're going to go jab cross, okay? Um, so let's practice that, guys. But whilst we're practicing, if you've got an idea of the, the next move we could add in, what I want you to do is go and type that into the box now whilst we're practicing, okay? And the first answer to come up, we'll take that and we'll use that. Okay, off you go. So you're either practicing or you're typing in. I'm actually practicing now. I'm doing air punches at the same time. <laughs> um, and then the up, up it, up it comes. Billy, okay, Billy said uh, hook punch, lead, lead hook. Good, good job, Billy. So we're going to go uh, jab, cross, hook, punch. Okay, guys, let's start practicing that. Let's do five sets. Okay, so if you've got an idea of the next move, then I want you to go and type it in now. Otherwise, just keep practicing. Once you've typed it in, get back to practicing as well. Okay, and what you can do then is you can actually let the replies come in and just pretend you've not seen them. <laughs> keep them practicing, keep them drilling. Oh, okay, so oh, we're going to go rear uppercut. Okay, so jab, cross, hook, uppercut. Good job. Good job, Sarah. Good choice. And you just keep building it like that. So keep them busy. Keep them busy. Or you can even have fun with it. You can say, okay, until the first answer comes in, I need you guys to be quick. The first answer, until the first answer comes in, we're going to do press-ups. So you better hope somebody's fast with that typing. Ready? Go. So press-ups. Okay, they're all running to the screens to type because none of the kids want to do press-ups. <laughs> so then you're going to get flooded with answers. All right, so you, you know, you're sort of pushing them in that respect to, to yeah, do push-ups or get involved with being interactive. And it just you know, having some fun with it, but pre-framing it is, is, is really, really important to get that to work. Now, on the other side of it, the um, interaction engagement for some people what they meant was they're simply not getting many people um, interacting joining in on their videos now to those people what I would say is 
don't worry about it. Honestly, don't worry about it. I've got, I think we're at around 164 members now, gone down from just under 200. Um, and of those, we probably get about 30 people, 40 people that join in regularly with the lives across the week. You know, so it's it, it, it's it's way more than, uh, well, sorry, way less than half of the school. Um, and I'm not concerned about it because this is the honest situation. Okay, you're going to get a lot of consultants, a lot of experts who say, "Oh, well, statistics this, and you've got to do that." No, no, no. Shelve that. The reality of it is, is this situation's really, really, really crap. Okay, and people are getting bored. Initially, when the whole lockdown thing came along, it was new. It's hey, we're going to do homeschooling, and it's going to be great, and we're going to do that. Yeah, all right, maybe it wasn't quite that positive, but the point is, people are bored of it now. People are bored. It's not that you're doing anything wrong. Your classes aren't bad. You haven't suddenly become a bad instructor. It's just people are fed up of it. The whole situation, not just your classes. It's not your classes they're fed up. That your your online solution is interwoven into their whole situation. They're sick of being stuck in their houses. Okay, so don't worry. Focus your energy and your attention on the ones that are interacting, the ones that are taking part. I I run these daily challenges. I've had a handful of students that have done all thirty. Okay, and two of them have said. Um, their parents have said they rely on these so so much for their day-to-day routine okay of the other 162 students in my school that aren't doing them every day that's their choice i'm not going to worry about them i'm worrying about those two kids they're not worrying but i'm doing these for those two kids that really need it and their parents that really need it because damn straight they're going to remember they're going to remember after all of this finishes that I've created for them upwards of maybe even 60 videos every day. Okay. And it, to be honest with these daily challenge videos, I actually explain all this in, in, one, in my course that I've, I've launched. I'm not going to do a sales plug for that. I could do. It's my own podcast, but I won't. Um, but I'll put the, I'll put the link in the description. <laughs> so I put, uh, there's a video in there that explains exactly how I create them. It's dead simple. You know, you can batch record them on a Sunday for the entire week. It will take you 15 to 20 minutes at the most to record them all. Probably not even that. And then you can schedule them to to, to release every single day. I do Monday to Friday. All right. And, and if it's only helping two people, brilliant. If I can spend 20 minutes of my entire week and be guaranteed to help two kids and their families, I'm absolutely absolutely going to do it because it's the right thing to do number one and two from a business perspective all right which is fine to look at don't let anybody make you feel shitty for thinking about your business those two those two families are going to be absolutely raving about what you do after this lockdown ends and i personally think we are going to be relying on that so 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 much more than any other form of advertising. I've I've said this right from the get-go. I think the community advertising is going to be where it's at. Your place within the community is going to be way more relevant than how much money you chuck at Facebook. Just my view, but I'm not a marketing expert. Just some bloke who's been doing it a while. I'm going to get I should get some t-shirts for that. I'm not an expert. I'm just some bloke that's been doing it a while. I should get some t-shirts made. <laughs> uh, maybe not. Um so Another person or a few people actually commented on how tired they are all the time. And, you know, there's a couple of reasons for this. Personally, I think, one, some people, not everybody, but some people went over the top when they jumped on this at the start. They're, like, like totally over the top, doing, like, six, seven, eight streams a day, every day, doing streams on days they never even ran classes on in the first place. It's like, whoa, slow down, guys. Like, you don't need to be doing that much. Again, this is just in my opinion. You don't have to take this as advice. I'm just saying what I think. It's too much. I am doing, at the minute, I am doing three sessions a week, three classes each time. Now, of those now, I'm actually only doing three regular lives. My junior group, my 7 plus group, they're the only ones I do live. Why? Because they're the only ones that people turn up to to do live. The four to six-year-old groups, I was getting four, maybe five students doing it live. But I was getting overall over 30 students doing it. I've got, when I first started doing the lives to Little Dragons, I've got people doing them now from the first week of lockdown. The comment on it, oh, that was a great class. It's like, that was six weeks ago. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> what have you doing? But the thing is, I think the four to six year old group, the parenting and this homeschooling for them, it's way different. And I think routine has gone out the window quite a lot for those younger ones, understandably, you know. Um, but for the older kids, they're tending to stay on routine. So they're doing the classes you know, uh, laid out and then at four o'clock or whatever it is, that's martial arts time. So we're seeing on our on our lives on Facebook a load, a boatload of, of juniors doing the lives. Not so many little dragons and hardly any of the adults are doing the lives. So what does logic suggest? Stop doing lives for, for dragons. Stop doing lives for adults. So on a Sunday, actually this week, just gone, I, I, I touch a little bit on this with Matt. So if I repeat myself, sorry, but <laughs> I actually hurt my shoulder. So I batch recorded um, on Sunday all of Tuesday's classes. So I didn't do any lives this week on Tuesday. I recorded them all on Sunday. So I had from Sunday through to yesterday to have a little bit of recovery time and a mental break from teaching martial arts. Um, I didn't do anything. I didn't touch it. Um, and then on Thursday, I did three lives. So yesterday, uh, it's, fr- it's Friday at the minute. Um, I did, <laughs> for those that needed explaining how the days of the week, week work, jeez. Um, anyway, I, 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 I did all my lives yesterday. And then on Saturday, I'm going to do two lives and a, and a pre-record for the adults. So my advice is, if you're shattered, if you're knackered, cut back what you're doing. Just just cut it back. you know. And if, and if you think you need to be... Be honest with your students. Just say, hey guys, just this next week come in. I'm just going to be doing this, this and this. I just need a, a little bit of time. Nobody's going to judge you for it. We're all human, you know. Um, I know, oh, but what if they leave? What if they look, if they're going to leave because you're knackered and you need a little bit of a break, they're going to leave anyway. That's my own personal opinion, you know. Um, just if, you, if you're really worried about cutting back on the amount of classes that you do, let's say you do six classes a week or nine classes. I do nine a week, right? If you know you've had enough and, and you, when you say tired, maybe you're just mentally fatigued, set yourself an afternoon or an entire day and batch record a load of classes. And there's a thing you can do when you batch record, right? If you do a warm-up and stretch for each video, don't. Record one warm-up and stretch, save that file, Okay, and then record nine classes minus a warm up and stretch, and then tag that video file of the warm up and stretch onto the rest of the classes. Just make sure, unlike me, <laughs> I forgot that you keep the same clothes on, because somebody will point it out. Hey, your t-shirts change. You got different socks on. <laughs> yeah, not that it really matters, but just keep that in mind. And that that's that's one thing I would I definitely recommend if you're struggling right now. Um, other people said uh, engagement again um, someone said about having lack of time uh, and that again that came into it you know lack of time just think about if if, if you have if you're struggling with time to do lives stop doing lives do pre-records and just engage with the students in exactly the same way with the pre-records as you would with the lives and it, it'll work absolutely it, it works in the same way you don't need to worry about it i'm just going to go through a few more um yeah other people were saying how they were struggling for you know, ways to uh, interact with the camera they felt a little bit awkward and all i would say to that is just keep doing it you you will get better at it honestly uh, it, it just takes practice um just relax don't overthink um and if you make mistakes it doesn't matter. It, it just just go with it, roll with it. It, 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 it. Honestly, it doesn't matter. I think sometimes as instructors, martial arts instructors, we take ourselves a little bit too seriously, um, and and just don't don't overthink it. Just just relax and, and and go with the flow. Anyway, hopefully that's of use for some of you. What we're going to do now is we're going to jump over to our chat with Matt. Hopefully he's doing okay this week, um, and I'll catch you on the other side. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Okay, guys, so joining us from his car somewhere in the south of England, <laughs> we have Mr. Matthew Chapman. How are we doing, sir? I'm okay, thank you, matey. A uh, little bit bored, obviously. You're not still now. in your car from last week, are you? Yeah, from last week. Yeah, I'm like, please call me back, Chris. Oh, Someone's locked him in the boot. I'm lonely. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm just. I just need to, like everyone else in the whole world, need to get out and do something a bit different, you know. So hopefully uh, we're nearing the end of the lockdown well, of, of sorts in the yes. UK. So 
Yes, um, a, a, a nice man at the petrol station today um, told me that apparently something's been announced on Thursday. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But Well, Boz, Boris, yeah. yesterday said uh, he's going to put out a plan next week of how they can start opening up the economy again and restarting stuff. So next Thursday is when they're going to release the plan. And at number 100 on the list will be martial arts schools. <laughs> yeah, 101, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you lot can go back and teach stuff yeah. if you want, you weirdos. Well, it sounds as though, doesn't it, that they're going to be, um, well, not sounds as though, from what the uh, education secretary said, that they're going to um, phase the schools back in. So, you know, more than likely, say, like year sixes will go back, ready for prep to go back in September. Yeah. And they'll hold off some of the younger ones, maybe, and, and bring those back in September. So... I know a lot of people have said, oh, when the schools go back, I'm going back. It's like, well, how are you going to do that then? Because the schools aren't just going to go back. They're going to phase them back in. So, you know, yeah, are, you gonna, uh, are you going to mirror them? Are you going to say, OK, well, anybody in year six, you can start yeah. coming to classes? Yeah, it's such a difficult situation, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, I spoke to instructors, 50 to 75 percent of their students have um, cancelled or put their payments oh. on hold. So they're really feeling it. Yeah. Like, you know, it's going months now, isn't it? So, mm. yeah, I really feel for them because obviously they don't want to put anyone in any danger, but they also just need to yeah, get make some money somehow. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to, I mean, I, I went through the same early days that I think a lot of instructors went through. And I think a lot of, unfortunately, and I understand it, they've kind of stayed in this panic mode as well of, Oh shit! What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to? But then I just keep having to remind myself: everyone is in this situation, pretty much, unless you're like in the top ten percent. You know, yeah. everybody, everybody's in this situation. You know, they've already said: look, if you have a lease, your landlord can't kick you out. Okay, if you fall yeah. behind on these payments, we're not going to kick you out. Um, we're all in. The, we're all in it. We're all in the same situation. So I'm just trying to stay as calm as I can um, and not not overreact i think a lot of i think i think and i only i get it but i think some instructors and school owners are overreacting they're just doing too much to try and make up or maybe get some control back on the situation Um, of course because i i I don't like not being in control but i've kind of come to the conclusion now of there's only so much i can do so wearing myself out trying to do 105 live sessions a week (laughs) it's just futile it is. And I, yeah, I, I, think... I was yeah. I was chatting to an instructor yesterday about live sessions. Uh, in fact, there was two two instructors, and they were, we, you know, we we kind of shared the same opinion of it. In that, uh, people are getting bored. They're getting. They're not getting bored of what we're doing, but they're getting bored of the situation. And the yes. knock-on effects of getting bored of the situation. They've been stuck in their houses for weeks. You know, they're now not committing to doing the classes anymore because they're bored. It's not because of what we're doing is wrong or bad. You know, they're just not doing it. The routines go in, you know, someone posted a really funny video on Facebook the other day of um, a guy getting out of bed all full of beans and happy and playing with his little boy and teaching yeah, him French. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. on day 57, <laughs> he's, the kid's on an iPad and he's drinking yeah. his beer, you know, that's, and right. that's, where, that's where we're at, isn't it? You know, it's lost its, it's, lost its appeal. Um, the the newness of it's worn off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And people are, yeah, like you say, they just, uh, perhaps they can see the end in 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 sight and they can get back to some sort of normalcy but it's not going to be ever normal again really is it but uh yeah it's hard to keep people engaged uh via online classes isn't it it's it's a challenge yeah so i i've stopped worrying about you know um we start before this all kicked off we had 190 something students and now we're at we're in the 160s right that fluctuates a little bit because we get some come back, then some will leave, and it, so it's kind of fl- like like a normal situation. Yeah. You know, you get. Um, we're actually interestingly, we're back down to the levels now that we were before we moved into the building that we're in now. So when we come back, all being well, we, it'll be like hitting a reset button on the last seven years. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we know we'll be able to get back to where we we need to be. Um, mm-hmm. But of those hundred, the point of that was of the hundred and sixty something that we've got. We're, we're only getting about 30 to 40 of those that are interacting on the lives. Um, yeah. So I'm just concentrating all of my energy on those people. And the ones that don't want to do it, that's fine. It's not for them. But yeah, I'm not, not going to worry about not... them. No. I'm not going to worry about them. I'm not going to go asking them, oh, why are you not doing it? Is there something we need to change? It's no, they don't want to do it. I'm just let them, leave, them, leave them to it. They'll do whatever they do. Go do Joe, what's his name? And 
Yeah, that's something I think probably. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. And and the ones that are really into it and really keen, I've got, as you know, I've been doing these daily challenge clips, and we're yes. on day thirty today, and I've got students that have done every single day. Yeah, every nice. single day, and they are loving it. And their parents have come back and said, you know, we need this so bad. You know, please don't stop doing it. Uh, <laughs> because and that's, this... uh, and that's, that's the point, isn't it? Supporting yeah. the, the parents and uh, giving people who are you know committed, regardless the the opportunity to train and face challenges and and do stuff. But like you say, probably the vast majority. And to be honest, in most schools, the vast majority of the students are kind of not fully committed are they they're just kind of part-timers just using it to get fit so that's fine but obviously when things reopen do you have a plan for how you're going to manage that like cramming the students in but not so close together have you thought about that yet um yeah i mean i've thought about it um but the honest truth is i've not i've tried not to let myself think about it too much because I d- we don't know what what shape that's going to be, and we don't. I don't. I don't. To be, I'll be honest. I don't even think the government knows. I don't. <laughs> I really don't think they know. I mean, you know, they were obviously they were expecting the curve to do this, this, and this, and then obviously, um, rather ironically, um, you know, when when lockdown came about, people actually overreacted, or should I say, they reacted uh, more firmly than the government have admitted to what they thought was going to happen. People have. You know, building sites were closing when they didn't have to. Um, certain businesses were closing when they didn't have to. Um, you know, one of my family members that works for a, a car rental um, company, they closed, furloughed everybody. Yeah. Turns out they didn't need to. Oh, right. So now they're bringing staff back in again. Um, and I think, you know, that that was the same with, you know, the martial arts schools and everything. Everybody's like, oh, everyone sort of panicked, didn't they? And um, so how are we going to go back in? I don't know. You know, um, the curve the curves passed a lot quicker than they thought it was would, would pass. So, you know, will they let us back in certain days? Will they let us back in? Well, you know, I think um, somewhere in Europe, I was reading um, they've let everybody up to the age of eighteen go back to sports. Um, up to the uh, age of eighteen, uh, yeah, up to 18. the age up to the age of eighteen, which is obviously they, they, the studies have shown that obviously kids, blah blah blah, and all that stuff we yeah, already yeah. talked about. And I would imagine for an insu- for insurance purposes, they've got to they've got to have a gap, they've got to have a, an age spread, haven't they? Where they go, yeah, you can go, you can go back up to this age. Right, gotcha. Yeah, um, do that. They might say, okay, kids can go back to sporting events, adults can't. Yeah, you know they might turn around and say anybody over the age of sixty cannot go back to sports until January. You know we we don't know, do we? I mean, no, so that's I, what he said. Uh, the prime minister didn't he say that? He said like a, a range of options. So I think they're yeah. going to present uh, lots of different options based on how the you know the curve is affected by gradually releasing and check it every you know yeah. obviously every day, but every three weeks and see what they're going to do but yeah uh, it's a well it's a tough time for all businesses but uh, obviously martial arts is a little bit unique because of the nature of kicking and punching and cuddling yeah. people that we do yes it's and it's open to that level of subjectivity as well because like when this lockdown first came about you know you had some people going no you mustn't go near your school you're evil if you do and then you had others going well i kind of need to and i'm going to because we said we can and they yeah. did they said we they said they mr johnson stood on the step and went um if if it's absolutely necessary for you to go to your place of work you can yes uh, and then and then some are saying well it's not necessary well in your opinion it's not not you but you know I me. Mean? in your opinion you feel it's not necessary but i feel it is so i'm gonna go um so i think there'll be a little bit of that in reverse there'll be some will go oh well they've said we can reopen so we're, we're opening again and others yeah, will go, bang, they're open that's enough they go, not yeah. right you shouldn't be doing that so there's going to be a lot of that I think. Hopefully there's better, clearer, more, you know, guidance on exactly. Well. <laughs> yeah, I know, but <laughs> ideally they'd say gym, sports centres and fitness facilities. You need to have X amount of space between each person. Mm. You need them wearing masks. You need to disinfect every 40 minutes, you know. Give us some real good guidelines to work from rather than just letting people wing it. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got the thing is, you've got some school owners with you know twenty thousand square foot facility, and yeah. they can afford to put a ten meter gap between each person. Yeah, I can fit, yeah, yeah. I can fit ten people on my floor. Yeah, 
So how, you know, what, how are they going to differentiate between, you know, what is essentially the, an identical business, but it's just that mm, I've got a small building. Huh? So yeah, it's, they're going to go, everybody with big buildings. <laughs> you should... <laughs> yeah, off you go, crack on. It's too hard for them to do, isn't it? So I think a lot of it's going to come down to common sense, which I don't think our industry has in bucket loads. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, it's every industry, isn't it? But it's just, oh uh, yeah. I mean, how are you finding like the day-to-day teaching online thing uh, with the, the lives? You're doing more lives, less lives. How are you doing? How are you doing that? Um, well, I started out doing nine lives a week. Um, right. Some were doing nine lives a day. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I don't know if they've kept up with that. I I've never from the I'm from the start I've never understood the need for them to do so many. I think people were just trying to create um I might upset a few people this but I think some were trying to create the perception of extra value by you know having six or seven lives a day and then they could say well that's why it's still 90 pounds because we're giving you all of this. No, that's uh, that's probably accurate, but that's probably true as well, though, for the customer because they're like, well, I can do a live at 10, yeah. 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. So, yeah. you know, that might have worked. It might have done. I, 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 I just, I've kind of thought it's a little bit of overkill, a bit, bit OTT, really. Um, I was doing three a week or three sessions of three, so nine sessions. So uh, four to six juniors and adults. Um, right. and, and even that ended up being too much. We. So- what, what have you what have you in, implemented? Well, I I've switched. We, basically, I didn't just do this out of sheer arsiness. I didn't go, well, I don't like doing it. So, so. <laughs> um, I, I noticed trends. You know, um, you can you can dig into your videos on Facebook if you're using Facebook Live. I don't know if it works with Zoom so much, but um, I didn't use Zoom in the end. I didn't like it. But um, Facebook Live, I was going back in and looking, and I was noticing um, a, a trend of the four to six year old group, the parents were coming back and watching it later. They weren't doing it live. Right. Um, so um, the benefits of doing it live, it's done. It's recorded. You can't go back, yes. you can't change it. So doing it live, you could say, well, it's done then, isn't it? So just keep doing it live, even if you've only got two people doing it. Downside to that, it locks you in for the day. You know, if you're doing a live at four, you've got to be there, you've got to do it at four. And if your yeah. baby's having a kickoff or your gazebo's blowing off in the wind, <laughs> Or your internet connection goes down, you're screwed. So the benefits to pre-recording it, it's done. But then you've got to edit it. So this this is weighing it up. And I, but anyway, long story short, I decided to do pre-records for all my four to six-year-old groups and most of my adult groups um, because Um, feedback. How's it gone down? The nobody's complained, and um, and if in all honesty, I'm sorry to any parents out there that listen to this. Some of them haven't even noticed. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're, they're still commenting on the videos as if they're live oh bless them because bless i'm them. i'm interacting the same yeah. way on the pre-records yes. as i do on the lives because interacting on the live you still can't you well you can obviously you can have a screen and you can see what they're typing if they actually type nine out of ten times they don't so i just do the same on the recording i just oh. pretend like i can see them not doing well, the just giving them, uh, yeah feedback yeah i just pretend and people are commenting on the videos as if they're live uh so uh the, the amount of views hasn't declined um and so what i did actually real life scenario i on sometime last week i just pulled my shoulder somehow um i think in all fairness I think it's from punching to air because I'm not hitting yeah. pads or people. That's right, yeah. I'm just throwing punches out to air all the time. And it, and my shoulder doesn't like my my left shoulder's got a little bit cross and it was getting worse and worse and worse. Um and then I did a a cardio session and I did a, we did some push-up exercises and I felt it was not good. So I decided on Saturday last week to pre-record all of Tuesday sessions on Sunday. So that I would have a gap to Thursday, so I wouldn't have to do any training at all, all the way through till yesterday. Good idea. Um, not that that went to plan, because my son forgot to tell me that he was doing a project on the heart, so I had to go for seven runs. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, I pre recorded on Sunday everything. I put an announcement in the group. I said, hey, um, I've hurt my shoulder, so all the classes on Tuesday will be pre-records. Nobody, nobody even commented on the, the post. No, no, um, I know. And then the the video went out. It had the same amount of views. Nothing changed. Right. Okay. So for you, 
doing the lives, it's not really necessary, no? no. So, but, but that being said, what I did do on Thursday is the four to six year old group, the juniors and the adults, I did all three live. And I did it uh, along the lines of, oh, you know, just to make up for not doing any lives on Tuesday, I'm going to do everything live on Thursday. So make sure you come along and join in and do this. Da, 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 da. Um, we had a tiny little bit more interaction on the junior, sorry, the drag, little dragons one, the four to six year old. Yeah. We had a crap ton on the juniors. That one's always really busy. I always do the juniors live because we always get loads of interaction. And right. I got a little bit of interaction on the adults, but no more views than normal. So, um, And quite a big question. Are you going to continue doing lives after this is over and your school is fully reopened? Um, I will probably schedule some like one-off specials at certain right. points. Um, maybe to tie in with certain things like uh, gradings or um, just as a like a basically just to keep my hand in because right. if we have a, if we have a second wave say in October or somewhere else I'd rather have kept kept it in people's mind so that yes. you know it's there um, will I keep it up as an extra part to my school. No, <laughs> if I can help it. <laughs> yes, I think you're in the majority there. A lot of people I've been speaking to are like, no, as soon as I'm back, I'm dropping all this. The online Not courses, the online courses, I'm going to keep those going because they're brilliant. I think they're yeah. a completely different product altogether. Yeah, um, well, they're also maybe not marketed at your own students, are they? So much no. they can be for anyone anywhere at well, any time. Yeah, well, we do market. Well, obviously, we've got the syllabus that we do sell to the students. All um, oh, right. My own package yeah. and that, you know, that's well received but um I, I i don't class that as the same the same thing in any way shape or form i think this is um making the best of a crap situation yeah and, and if i'm honest i think you know we we've all got raving students that will always we you know we could we could slash the tires and they'd be like oh thank you so much for you know <laughs> that's maybe a little bit extreme but you know what i mean we you know we've got those students that are, that are always going to be super thankful for everything that we do yeah and um which is nice um I mean, that's a bit of a horrible thing to say but you know i'm you know where i'm coming from with it yeah. we can do no wrong in effect yes. um and i i think even those people if they're honest as much as they're probably saying they're enjoying our lives they're not really <laughs> I think they're no, making, it's hard. Most, it's so hard, they're making the most of a bad situation. That's yes. what they're doing. Um, you know, there's a difference between really enjoying something and thinking, "Oh well, it's better than not doing anything." <laughs> I think uh, because of the nature of martial arts and the sensei junior sort of relationship, that people never tell us the truth anyway. So you'll ask them how you find their lives, and you know, you get, "Oh, they're amazing. I'm loving. I'm tuning into every single one," but they're they're not probably. So. Like you say, yeah. make the best of this situation. Um, are you recording your lives and, and keeping the videos so you could use them again? Um, I was when I, I yes and no. Um, I've recorded early days. I was using my phone. Um, yeah. Um, but me being the slight tech nerd that I am, um, I was noticing when I was using my phone that it was smashing the battery to bits, like yeah, really. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking, hang on. I've only just got this phone, literally, bef like bef back end of last year. It's a brand new phone, you know, grand and a bit's worth of phone. And I'm like, I'm smashing the crap out of the battery. And it's a built-in battery. And so I looked up the cost of a replacement battery. I'm like, hmm, I'd rather not be spending that large amount of money if I end up wrecking this battery. And Because, you know, early days when, when this whole thing first kicked off, you know, um, oh, let's just do my live, let's do my live. And I thought, hang on, if I'm doing three lives every three days... I'm doing this. I mean, these phones, they're not designed for this. They're not designed to be used <laughs> to this level for this amount of time. Um, and I don't want to destroy it. So I switched to a tablet. Right. Um, and that, for some bizarre reason, when I do a Facebook Live, will not let me save the live. Um, I don't know why. It just won't let me. But I only started using that, I think, about two weeks ago. So I've got the previous however many weeks worth of three sessions of three each week yeah recorded and obviously the ones that aren't recorded sorry aren't live i have kept the files anyway um okay. so you know i do re with the adults ones i tend to re well actually no with all of them and what i do when i pre-record for um say tuesday this week when i decided to do all three classes as pre-records i filmed one warm-up for all of the sessions yeah that's and edited that 
and edited that one warm-up. So rather than having to do, however, let's say it was a 40-minute fitness session for the adults. Well, I could knock 10 minutes off the start of that immediately because the warm-up was from the previous. So I just, I have a folder on my OneDrive and I have warm-ups, um, stretches, exercise, cardio, and I drop all the videos in. And then if I want to create an adult class, I just pull a video out of each box, lay it in the yeah, timeline. That's a good idea. It. Yeah. The, the only thing is, elements. one of the adults said, um, in that last video, your T-shirt changes four times. Make sure you wear your official uniform when you're doing it, and then no one will notice. <laughs> but I think, it's, uh, I think it's a good call because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with this virus, whether it's going to come back no. or mutate. So I think it's worth creating a library of content that you can just blast out there if you if they you know do the lock lockdown again like well you know in all seriousness like what happened to you you know you you potentially caught the damn thing didn't you so you know and and and, i mean i'm sure you will probably be able to say the last thing you probably want us to do in the middle of that was teach three live kids classes Uh, i was ill for 10 days i was in a bad way like not bad bad but you know uh my body was hurting i was so so tired i was sleeping most of the day i was coughing every sort of two or three minutes yeah, there's no you just you just can't do it, and obviously no one wants to watch you cough and die live yeah. <laughs> on Zoom. And so. I think as I think as much as people would say as well, oh, it's okay, we understand, we understand you can't do it. Ten days of no interaction and no videos, and then you know, and then trying to get that going again, yeah, that would that could be disastrous for some. That really, really could be. That could be the end of it because they'll wander off. Because on my timeline, I don't know about yours, but my timeline is flooded with adverts for live martial arts classes at the minute um from different instructors across the country um constantly i'm i'm, I'm seeing them from chelmsford i'm seeing them from coventry i'm seeing them yeah i'm not um, seeing much of that yeah i've had plenty um, oh they're not so targeting I, me obviously no well, well i wonder what your keyword is then it's not no. <laughs> it's so, not up, yeah yeah um so i'm i'm getting it um and um uh, and I'm what's thinking... your opinion on that 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 whole because what it's basically done is put every martial artist in competition with every other martial yeah. artist for every other person who might be interested in martial arts online what's your thoughts on that? um i mean to each their own i mean i i as a means to make money short term if that's what they need to do i feel that you know maybe they need to i mean it's everybody every every single school is going to be they're going to have a different set of requirements, aren't they? I mean, my landlord's been great. He said we can reduce our um, rent down to a, a low percent with a view to reviewing it in September. Um, right. some, some landlords have turned around and went, no, you're not getting a reduction. Yeah. So if you're in that category and you've got a 10,000 square foot unit and you've got five staff members and maybe it's, limit, it's a limited company and, you know, and all this... You know, a lot of not for not for profit schools have been hammered, haven't they? And stuff. So you know, they may be in a position where they're they're having to do this. So fair play, they're doing it. But when this all finishes, what are you going to do with all those people? <laughs> You've recruited yeah. from Scotland and you live in Coventry, or you know, you're based in Wales and they're in Doncaster. What, what are you going to do? Are you going to keep going? Are you going to just cut them off and go? Please, sorry, we're finished. Now. Goodbye. <laughs> You know, that, that's, little, that's little jimmy's karate class gone then oh cheers for that thanks for that oh, brilliant so yeah I, I, I it's not for me but i can i can understand why some people are doing it really you don't can. fancy like uh advertising in your town to see if you can recruit oh I, I i tried it i did i tried it and we didn't and get a did. response no it didn't work right and i've seen some have tried it and it's worked really well um which is great if that's great brilliant um but we tried it and it didn't work um and that was before i think i tried it and it didn't work but then following that i actually made the decision that i was going to then look this may change this is obviously recorded now and in three months time i might listen back to it and go ah you big div (laughs) but (laughs) you know at the minute my thoughts are i want to really concentrate on our members that we've got and holding the school down as it is um, right. So I'm going to re- really push on retention of the people we've got, um, providing this service for them and not looking outwards of that at the minute. Um, that's just the way I'm doing it. I yeah. kind of feel that we've been given this this grants, this grant, these bailouts, et cetera, et cetera, to keep our businesses running, to keep them on hold, ready for when we come back. 
um, not to use as a means to make more money. That makes sense. Um, well, I don't know. I think you can use the money any way you like if they're good. Yeah, yeah. To, a, to a point, yeah. I, I just think on holiday, or you can't go we have to be careful like how we do it. Um, yeah. That's a different topic altogether, though, isn't it? <laughs> and for our next episode, yeah, exactly. do you spend your 10 grand grant on a new car or do you invest it in it? Oh, no, I know. Well, the thing, the thing as well is, I think we need to keep in mind that they're going to come after this money. They're going to come after it, aren't they, at some point, in some way. The, oh, you mean taxes, yes? I think, I think that as martial arts schools, and I think as, well, yeah, as martial arts schools, I'll just say it like that. I think that some of them, I think we've been getting away with some pretty, um, and I'm just going to cover myself here by saying... Creative not, accounting, yes. Creative accounting. And I think there's been some that have been incredibly creative with it. And I think they're <laughs> going to start getting looked at more... <laughs> firmly I, th- I really do and that's how they're going to start making they're going to they're going to they're gonna want all this money back aren't they they're giving out yeah. all of these grants left right and flipping center and they're just chucking it right hang on so you've got a building and you don't pay rates here's your 10 grand we're not going to look at anything they're going to come back after that aren't they because there's going to yeah. be some people will have got that that didn't need it or um even eligible for it in the first yeah. place <laughs> They're going to come back for it. They're going to they're going to come looking and poking and digging and saying, right, well, ooh, let's have a look at this and let's look at that. You know, I mean, they I, might do more. More likely, they'll just um, kind of force the VAT issue that they were looking at before with martial arts schools mm-hmm. through a bit faster and maybe legislate for that to happen quicker, so that they can instantly make some money back on all the martial arts schools over the threshold. Even worse, I mean, if they're really desperate, which they you know you don't know they could start thinking about retrospective vat couldn't they yeah oh, absolutely um, oh that's yeah. bad yep 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 i know um just because obviously where where all this i don't know where all this money came from that they suddenly pulled out their back pockets yeah, we, oh, we don't, yeah i know i know without getting too political but all of this <laughs> whole you know oh we can't fund the nhs but hang on yeah, a minute we found pounds. billions yeah. of pounds to chuck at everybody all of a sudden from somewhere yeah it is a bit it's a bit squiffy isn't it it does make you wonder um, oh yes oh yes this anyway very interesting times we live in yes aren't they just aren't they just um but yeah, I am, you know, I am actually, as nuts as it might sound, quite looking forward to seeing what the industry is like after this, seeing how it changes. It's up and a change, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it, it, it is. It is. It's, it's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting to see. I, 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 there's obviously, there's different, there's, as we all know, there's massively different levels of martial arts schools. I don't just mean in terms of, um standards and types of, uh, of systems but in terms of you know you've got some still charging three pound a class which is fine if that's what they want to do and they've got five members and then yeah. you've got these multi um setups you've got people with franchises and schools all over with thousands and thousands and thousands of students on yeah. 70 to 90 to 150 pounds a month mm. um we sit i think we feel we sit sort of in the middle um, and we've been able, and obviously I've turned around and said to all our members, okay, you're all on a flat rate of 20 quid and it's not, and it, yes, it's, it's hit us, but we're, 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 we're able to cope with that. Whereas I think some of the ones that are charging 90 to hundred pounds a month, which is fine if that's what they want to do. I think they kind of, they, they live to their means, so to speak, don't they? So their whole business oh. is set up and revolved around that amount of money. Mm. So they've not been able to come down that amount. Will they post covid19 will they be able to carry on at that level will the will the economy be able to sustain a school that demands 90 pounds a month it's it's very yeah it's very hard to tell isn't it yeah there's so many variables and and yeah it's so difficult to tell it's a uncharted territory everyone's just sailing by the seat of their pants and winging it basically aren't they even the most yeah. <laughs> you know i think the closest the closest we have yeah the closest we've had really is a 2007 eight financial crash isn't it that's the closest we've had to this and i think we're going to be much worse than that when we come out of this and um i remember at the time we had to get ultra creative with the different memberships that we offered you know we, we yeah. went from literally being twice a week or unlimited i don't train to okay well you can have this flexi rate this once a week, a week yeah. rate. <laughs> what? Um, mornings only hey yeah, if you can rate you know um we had to get really creative 
to keep yeah. afloat. Um, and I, I and I and I we were fortunately in a position to be able to do that because our rent was super low. I was the only person taking any money out of the business, so we could do that. But if you've got ten staff members and you know you're driving around in a Ferrari and you've got a mortgage on your million pound house and you know all this stuff. You, they're not just going to be able to turn around, are they, and go, oh, well, it's, everything's half price. Um, no, it's... Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it could level the playing field and, you know, bring it all, all, all down. It's so strange out there right now. But uh, obviously, we'll try and do what we can to help <laughs> people. Um, there's a lot of good people out there who are trying to help, aren't they? And, yeah. and do, do their best by the industry and support each other. I think the the... The whole rubbish bullshit about style and McDojo and all the rest that goes on is kind of out the window at the moment. And we're all kind of pulling together and just yes. trying to get through it and yes. as an industry, which is really good, really positive. It so is. hopefully we don't go back to all the bickering and bitching that used to go on before. But Oh, of yeah. course we will. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you know what we're like. God's sake, of course. It's inevitable, isn't it? It's inevitable. Yeah. Um do you know what I think what would be possibly a nice subject to touch on um, another episode would be um, how people might need to advertise differently coming yes. out of this? Because it's going to change, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. it's going to change. Um, I don't necessarily think that the methods that we use to advertise will need to change, but how we target people or how we, you know. Your message if, is going to have to Yeah, change. yeah. If you're one of those top-end schools, you're going to have to really narrow down, aren't you, on who you advertise to. Um, yeah, because you know, probably even more than they already were. So yeah, um, that well, might be a good one because you're the man for that. You're the man for that. Well, uh, I'm one of the men, women for that. But yeah, it'd be interesting to chat about because you're right. The whole thing's gonna change, especially if things, uh, you know, go south a little bit with the economy. You know, I, I know a lot of people who've lost jobs. You know, have yeah. gone on universal credit and are struggling. I know a lot of martial arts instructors. You know, that seventy-five percent of their schools cancelled, and you know, they're, they're worried about if they're going to come back. And the fear that's, I think, the fear is the thing that you're going to have to hit hard in marketing is overcoming the fear of coming back to a martial arts yeah. studio and getting ill or catching yeah. something. So yeah, we yeah. can do that next time, mate. No problems. Yep, all the promo videos are all going to be featuring hand sanitizers and yes, that's um, right. yellow boxes <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> At Chris Jones Martial Arts School, we clean our hands every five minutes and all children must be 10 metres apart. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it might have to be. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the 12-year-old stood at the front with face masks on and... <laughs> oh, God. Mad, mad times, eh? Mad times. Oh, anyway, dude, it's been fun. Um, oh, before you go... Um, what have you got going on? Stuff. Tell us about stuff you've got going on. Stuff. Well, not a lot. I'm currently, you know, trapped in the car. Eternally <laughs> up. Just the usual, trying to educate and help martial arts instructors. I'm doing various online bits and pieces. So if you uh, hit me up and message me, you can find out what I'm up to. But yeah, just trying to trying to support the industry. I've literally been on the phone for six weeks to people just trying to help them out give them some advice like, just got a vi- vision of you now with your mobile phone sellotapes to your head oh it's just, i've never talked like i'm not a great talker but i haven't talked so much ever it's just six weeks of yeah hard hard work and i really feel for for people so i'm going to put together maybe a little seminar when we uh, get out of lockdown that's going to be a free workshop cool like a refresh and renewal workshop where we i just get together some people that i respect on things like business and marketing uh, i know some really good people good, really good at finance and understanding you know financial project- projections and stuff mm. and just get a seminar together where we can just rebuild like strategies Sweet. for rebuilding as fast as possible no charge so yeah once we're out of lockdown keep an eye out for that and then um, hopefully get as many instructors as possible to come along and just give them some some directions some resources fantastic that sounds like a cool thing thanks mate Dude, all right. Well, um, best of luck getting out of your car. Um, hopefully, <laughs> next next week when we speak, you've got out. And um, yeah, I'd rather stay in the car to be honest. <laughs> on nerves. that note, <laughs> good chat as always, dude. And we'll catch up next time. Cheers, mate. Bye. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Kick back with Chris on iTunes today. Big thank you to Matt for his time. As always, we had a 
that was a really good chat today. I, I really did enjoy that. Um, whether you guys did or not, I don't know, but I did. It was really, really good chat. <clears throat> um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Deary me. Anyway, um, end of the episode. One thing I did actually want to throw out real quickly. Uh, I meant to mention this earlier and I actually forgot. Um, which is the beauty of podcasting. I can just tag it on at the end. One thing I'm looking to do. I mean, I'm, I am still doing occasional lives. Um, well, not occasionally. All my juniors are live. But I have been toying with the idea of doing um, like a group, like a seminar for my students. Um, and I just, it just dawned on me. We've got at the minute a huge network of martial arts instructors from different backgrounds or the same background. Backgrounds that doesn't really matter, to be honest. Um, teaching online, live, every week to their students. And it dawned on me, we have an opportunity here to share. We can, why Why not? I can come, I can come and teach your students live for a session for half an hour. You could come and teach my students live for a session for half an hour. There doesn't need to be any exchange of fees, unless, you, unless people out there want to. But I'm not certainly not going to ask for that or, you know, either way. I just think it would totally make sense to, I could teach for you, you could teach for me. Everybody wins. You know, um, and it's not creating any more work, and it, it it's creating a little bit of buzz for our students. We can say, you know, the excitement of hey, he's got a guest instructor, so and so's going to be teaching tonight. How cool is that? Blah blah blah. Um, you know, uh, so if anybody out there is interested in doing a uh, a swap, basically, uh, I do everything via Facebook Live, but I think for the purposes of a workshop, maybe setting up a Zoom thing might work might work well. Um, I'm, I'm open to, to all suggestions really on that one. But yeah, if anybody out there, if you're interested in doing uh, an instructor swap, then an instructor swap sounds really dodgy, doesn't it? <laughs> God, it doesn't involve any keys or goldfish balls, put it that way. But no, if you want to um, basically just swap classes, um, do run a workshop for each other, get in touch and we'll get it arranged um, as long as it's suitable, obviously. Um, and yeah, let, let's make it work. I think it'd be a, be a really cool thing to do, um, a positive, positive um, thing to, to get out of this whole situation. Um, also, a uh, couple more things. Uh, one, I mentioned it earlier in the, in the podcast, and it wasn't a plug then, but this is because hey, it's my podcast, so I'm allowed to. Um, I have my uh, teaching kids online course, which has been going really, really well. Uh, at the minute, there's over 80 videos in there um, covering a multitude of different things from balance to uh, partner work to you, know, you name it. Anything that basically kids would do in a normal class and I'm providing different ways of disguising the repetition of um, basically giving you content to teach because I, I know it's hard. I really do. I know it's hard. I've been in the fortunate position where I've been teaching kids for a long, long time, 20 years now, uh, and I, I've done a lot of um, different teaching environments from obviously my own school to teaching workshops around the, the around Europe, around all over the place, um, at big events. So, you know, that's not a bragging thing. That's just, it's just, it's the experience that I've had. And it's a, a unique challenge each time. So I've taken that experience and kind of condensed it and, and restructured it really to suit the current environment which is teaching online which is a very very unique challenge so if you're finding that you're struggling or you just want to get hold of some new ideas that course is there as i say the link is in the bio failing that if you go on facebook that i've posted it all over the place um so you'll be able to see it there um also next week and going forwards, I'm going to be running a selection of brand new episode types. I'm going to be doing a catch up with series. I've actually got three guests lined up. Um, I've got um, let me think who I've got Zara Zara Fithian. I've got I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Now. I've got Lee Charles and I've got Mark Strange booked. Um, and I'm going to basically going to be catching up with these guys, see what they've been up to since they last spoke to us on the podcast, seeing how they're getting on with lockdown, the situations that they've been finding, just having a real nice, relaxed chat, um, just something a little bit different. So um, please do come and check those out because I think they're going to be real fun episodes. Uh, and then once this whole lockdown debacle finishes up, then we're going to get back around to the regular sort of industry chat. I just need a little bit of a break from the industry stuff just for a few weeks. I think we all do a little bit. Um, I will still be chatting with Matt because I do enjoy those chats. And obviously we, there will be some industry sort of content within those. Um, that's just the nature of those chats. But uh, from the point of view of guests coming on and talking about I'm just 
just having a little bit of a break. Um, the nature of the situation is a lot of other instructors are starting podcasts and doing vlogs and doing video interviews. And, you know, there's only so many times you want to hear from the same people. Um, so I'm very aware of the fact that the, the, the market, shall we say, is saturated at the moment. Um, and I don't want to just keep dragging the same people on to talk about their book or the thing that they're trying to peddle at the minute. So I'm going in a different direction, just for a few weeks, temporarily. Um, and, and I actually, I think it's going to be cool anyway. Um, so listen out for that. It's going to be a good one. I'm re- I am genuinely really looking forward to talking to these guys because they're my friends as well, and it's nice to catch up with them. Um, so uh, next week, I think the first one is going to be with Mark Strange. Um, so keep listening out. Obviously, Mark's just recently finished working on It Man 4. Not had the opportunity to chat with him in depth on, on that for the podcast. So um, that should be cool. You know, some of the things you might be able to tell us about that now that it's released. Um, so yes, come back for that. Um, I'll chat to you all, probably some of you in between on Facebook. If not, on the next episode, stay safe and we'll catch up soon. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com.